0: state street across from the historic chicago theater this is espn chicago chicago's home for sports you're listening to carmen and yurka live from the old national bank state street studio on wmvp wshe hd2 chicago a good karma brands radio station
1: running Carmen and York Tuesday Super Bowl week media day last night they call it opening night now they sell tickets it's a big to do Yurko. it's big to do I don't blame the NFL make more money right I guess that's uh, that's, that's what the, it's all about that's the point that's what know? they've been it's like...
2: about for a long time Car making money remember what franchises were going for no more than I that, know. 28 years ago when they when they brought the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Carolina Panthers the price was 180. 175 million 180 million. That's what a franchise cost merely 30 years ago and you know what they're worth now, right? They're, yeah, they're
1: worth uh, billions, billions and billions there. 4 or 5 billion dollars, Carm. Their stupid All-Star game it's does better money. than like NHL final Stanley Cup final games. Did you see the number from no. a flag football game? No.
2: <laughs> Are you ready? I didn't see the number, I didn't see the game. I it really I every the, All-Star game Stinks. Well, but listen to this. I, it's a I corporate agree. event. But listen to this. It's for corporate people to come out there and glad hand each other, get high, do whatever they want to do, get I, drunk.
1: I have a feeling this beats like Game One of the World Series. Six point three million viewers. What? Do Chris, does that beat Game One of
3: the World Series? No, I don't think so. I think baseball is yeah. usually around like ten. ten. Okay. I think it's a great number, right? It beats most anything else on TV, but it's a, I think I give baseball a little bit more credit. They're usually in, like, the low teens they are. All right. for, for World Series yeah. games.
1: Okay.
2: I mean, I hear everybody NHL, back on, maybe I mean, the in,
3: cup final. Well, no, but, It's, it's got to beat the Stanley it, Cup final. In, in, the top,
2: in the top 100 televised events now, you didn't have one Major League Baseball game, right? You did not, right? There was not, and I don't know what the football. bottom number is. I don't know what it was. Eighty-two were the NFL, three right. were college football, one yeah. was the Academy Awards, uh, one the was the World Cup. World Cup. There was one that was in, uh, the election coverage, right? Like others, the yeah. other
1: rounding out like the final twelve or so were other political. Were, were political events? No, that I, no, no. I thought it was. No, not all political events. I thought it was all sports no. and politics. I thought there was nothing else on there. I didn't think there was a single like network television show. But or- that's what I'm saying. The Academy Awards. Oh, oh, the, the Academy, Academy Awards. Awards okay, were on there. all right. Yes. Okay, got fair enough. You can go back to that list. Yeah, you not get many, again. not much. But
2: eighty-five were football games. Yeah, eighty-two being the NFL. It's wild. But that one major league baseball game, not the fir- one the NBA game
3: on the list. The first thing that's non-football or the Olympics oh, okay. was yeah. the Oscars. Came in at twenty-three. There You're you go. got it. I'll keep scrolling until I find something non-football.
2: Well, find something non-political. I mean, non-Golden uh, like Golden
3: Globes, like uh, right. the election. They had Election Day was one of them. Right. There's a Yellowstone episode at 32. Oh, wow. I didn't realize How that. How about
1: that, Carm? Good for Yellowstone. Pulling yeah. big numbers, man. Wow. Well, that's why they've got like a prequel and a prequel to the prequel and right. a post postquel now, too. Yeah. They got, I know that's not Netflix. Word, they got a little bit of everything. No, it's not Netflix. They There's play, a, play. a 60 Minutes,
3: minutes episode. There's a NCIS Hawaii episode at 42. Are these just from, Do you me? know, the 60 Minutes episode one was Anderson
2: Cooper finds his brain.
3: Yeah, no, I don't understand. what that is. Uh, It says uh, the betrayal and Chris Stapleton were the two features for that episode. Well, Chris Stapleton, and what he did was cool. reach into his back pocket. No, why? <laughs> and he goes,
1: "There it is. I knew it was here somewhere. There it is." You got a problem with Anderson Cooper? No, I don't have a problem with Anderson <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> so last night they had opening night uh, for the Super Bowl. It was a lot of silliness, as you can uh, as you could probably expect. I mean, I, and I the,
2: we got a week of stupidity yeah, before we get to well, the game.
1: Really, you had one big day of stupidity, and then we just kind of move on. And I've heard can... some
2: pundits this morning uh, from uh, DraftKings saying that they got Philadelphia by two scores. Philly by two
1: scores? By two scores. And the oh, assumption is then
2: it's by 10 at least, right? Jeez. Two scores or nine plus, right, Carm? One scores
1: eight. One score eight. It would eight. be nine plus be by nine two plus. scores. Two scores yeah. would be anything nine or more. Said that they're healthier. They're healthier at key positions. Yeah, okay. We'll see. Do you want to know a stat on Patrick Mahomes? Speaking about I would, I like, would love to his, know stats. His ability to like well Number like, 15. keep games close. Yes. Yeah. Or how rare it is for Patrick Mahomes to, to lose by two out. scores. Yeah. Yeah. You want a stat? I want to hear the, the All right, the stat. So Patrick Mahomes has started ninety three games in his career. That does include the postseason, Yerk. Ninety three games? Eighty regular season games, thirteen postseason games. Already he's got thirteen <laughs> postseason games. This is gonna be his fourteenth postseason start, Yerk. Been in the league for five years. It's a lot of it. He's almost past me. I mean, and you played a decade. 10, yeah. Patrick Mahomes has 93 uh starts in his career. The Chiefs have either Chief. have either have either led or been within one score of the lead in the fourth quarter. You ready? 90 times. <laughs> 90 of 93. <laughs> 90. Of 93 career starts, Patrick Mahomes has either led in the fourth quarter or been within eight points of the lead in the fourth quarter. The idea that Patrick Mahomes is going to get blown out, I'd pump the brakes. Now, he did get blown out the last time we saw him in a Super Bowl. They were really outmanned and outmatched in that game. He was on one foot, and they were down 60% of their starting offensive line. They really had no chance. That was one of the games in which he was blown out. Yes. That falls into that very small category, small category of games. Ninety of ninety-three career starts, the guy has led or been within a score in the final fifteen minutes. That is a mind blowing stat about Patrick Mahomes' ability to win and to be great and to be in games. What is his record? He is in won- those ninety three games. Uh, his record, uh, including the playoffs, yeah. his all-time winning percentage is 79.6%. He is 74-19 all-time. I told you last week, I think I gave you the stat, he started 80 career regular season games. He's won 80% of those. It is the best. 64 and? Yes. Uh, what would that be? 16. Four, uh, 16. 64 and 16. 64 and 16. That's correct, Yurko. He has the highest career regular season winning percentage of any quarterback in history to start at least 80 games. Daryl LaMonica is second, 77%. 77%. Tom Brady is third, 74.9%. So let's just round up for Tom and give him that uh, tenth of a percentage point, Yerk, and say 75%. Tom Brady, through his first 80 starts, won 75% of his games. Patrick Mahomes has been a little bit better, winning uh, four out of every five, 80% of his starts. It's... It's pretty good. It's crazy kind of stuff. It is. And we will never know what it would have looked like had the Bears not drafted Mitchell Trubisky instead of Petromoz. We'll never know. We can play the game. It's fun. You hear the news out of Pittsburgh, too. What happened out of Pittsburgh? Mitch huh?
2: Trubisky likely to be a cap casualty well, that's in Pittsburgh. Nice, yeah. Well, I'm just letting you know.
1: That's not a shocker.
2: I'm just letting you know for everybody that thought he was going to leave Chicago and become a gazillionaire.
1: Cap casualty in Pittsburgh. You know, if, like, Mitch is going to hang around this league forever. And I, will. I will give him that. Right, like, he will. He'll play, he'll start games, he'll be a good backup for a few when he has to be. Right. Like, he will, but that's all he is. Yeah. One guy's going to be all-time great. The other's going to be a career backup.
3: And yes. the other's a question and
1: mark. The, and the other's a question mark because he's engaged in a lot of uh, chicanery. Chicanery. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, less than desirable behavior. Tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. Yeah. Though no, Nobody thinks it's funny. No, that's true. Nobody thinks it's funny. I, I, can, I can go on and on. Like, I don't know if you want me to. Like, Please I go can on you... and on and on and on. Strangers.
2: Actually, it's Mahomes
1: we're talking about. I mean, like, there are just, there are other things that... What else do you got for um, me? Spit it out. Right. So if you, you go, got back me to, intrigued. If you go back to his rookie year, 2018, right? Yeah. If you include all games in the NFL, regular and postseason, since the t- uh, start of 2018, Yurko. Patrick Mahomes has the best EPA plus completion percentage over expectation of any quarterback in the NFL with at least a thousand plays over that span. He is quarterback number one. Numero uno. In that data sample. Numero uno. Rounding out the top five. You want to know the other four quarterbacks? Yes. Drew Brees, number two. Okay. Phillip Rivers, number three. Got him. Aaron Rodgers, number four. Uh Uh-huh. Joe Burrow, number five. All pretty great quarterbacks. Good, yeah. And Joe Burrow is, that'll tell you the kind of company he's keeping right now, too. But Mahomes is number one. In that same data set, if you look at just offense, Kansas City's offense is... Dare I say leaps and bounds better than any other in the NFL? Chiefs are number one in EPA per play, .177. The Packers are second at .099. The Bucks are third at .061. So they really distance themselves. Really, the Chiefs and the Packers kind of distance themselves. And the Chiefs' offense over that span is clearly better than any offense in the NFL in terms of EPA per play. That's ah. expected points added per play on offense. Those are all the kind. That's all what Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes have done together. That's impressive. And the players play. Yes. Did you hear what um, Bill Belichick said about players versus coaches and championships? It's very direct. And to to the the point, point. you got to love Bill Belichick's brevity, right? He was on Tom Brady's. You know Tom Brady's got a podcast? I did not. He's done playing. He's going to do a podcast. It's on Mad Dog Sports Radio. I think he's been uh, doing a
2: podcast. It's not something new. Oh, he's been doing this? I think he's had a podcast for an extended period of time. How come I've never heard of it?
1: um because you don't listen i'm too busy with other podcasts right probably
2: just a lot of podcasts my podcast the only podcast i listen to just like it's called
1: my podcast no it's unhinged oh you mean your i got you Our, yeah. yeah the one we do to unhinged together. and yeah. the odds couple and i love the rewatchables yeah because i, I like have nothing movies. i've
2: never heard, if you didn't tell me who bill simmons was i wouldn't know who he was that's not true no it's 100 percent true no, it isn't <laughs> he had a podcast right <laughs> He used to work for the company. Right? I know. I understand. But if you guys didn't say he had a podcast. Oh, you five, mean you five, wouldn't know three, what he's doing now? No, I, I, I wouldn't know him at all. Did you just say 538? That's is that, that what it what is? Simmons. <laughs> What's Simmons one? Well, see, that's my point. Well, he owns a podcast know. network. Again, I
1: didn't, I didn't know who the hell he was. The one I like is the movie one he does. The rewatchables yeah, is awesome. N- nor did I care. Um When I hear him talk, I just go away to a different direction. But if you're a movie buff, I think you would like it. Uh, But this is Belichick on championships. You ready?
3: It's players that win championships, not coaches. That's a Direct to the point. It's players that win championships, not coaches. There you go.
1: Well,
2: there there you go. I mean, he knows. Of course he knows. A coach can design the greatest play in the world. This was told to me early on. Uh, The coach can design the greatest play in the world, and sometimes it doesn't make a difference. Uh, they had a, a situation where a running back got the football, handoff. This guy waiting in the hole, mm. defended perfectly. The running back made the guy miss. He ran in for a touchdown. Does that have anything to do with coaching? Or does that got to do with the individual? Throw?
1: Sounds like Barry Sanders making somebody miss and running in the It was a college player. It no, was before even that. Barry. But you're right. Yeah. It's simply, it's
2: like, it, it doesn't matter. The coaches can do everything they can to try to prepare you and do it. But it's ultimately the players that do it on the field. Yeah. They either retain the information, they get the information, they understand it. You didn't make it too complicated for it. Yeah. But it's ultimately the players that are the ones that are doing it.
0: He elaborated Period. a little bit. And no, there's no elaboration. No. He el- he, he I mean, elaborated a little bit and said coaches can lose games though. Oh, interesting. Players so, can
1: too, in fairness. I mean, they can. Yeah. Oh, the guy that missed the the guy that missed the tackle in the hole is the one guy that ended there up you go. letting them score the touchdown. That's when the coach gives you a minus on the film yeah, study. Yeah, the
2: minus yeah? on the film study. Right? Too and many minuses and you become a furniture mover. Yes, you do. Yeah. Or you go sell insurance. But or what something. about when
0: the Seahawks lost the Super Bowl and they should have ran the ball and they ended up throwing it? like what who who Should they to have run the ball, or did the player? Did Malcolm Butler make a great play? Did Malcolm Butler recognize what was coming? Did Pete Carroll lose that football game?
1: Well, uh, let's. Pete Carroll lost it when Bill Belichick won it. Well, what is? But what to your point, you about players making the difference. Like what? It, when do you say Malcolm Butler was just better than anybody else on that play? He recognized it, saw what was coming. Broke on the ball, made the interception. Like, sometimes that's where the the So the reason the preparation Pete Carroll is-
2: lost the game for him because he didn't keep it on the ground. What if that's Marshawn Lynch P, uh, gets stuffed
1: in the hole you, and doesn't you'd score? You'd never
2: know. You would never know. That's true. We never you, will you know. You don't know. But then but people Marshawn would still Lynch, say he lost the game. Marshawn Lynch seems like well, he was having I, himself I, a day that day, wasn't I, he? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Right.
2: So you'll never know. I know this. The players were upset. I know those individual players did not take it easy on Pete Carroll. They let him know, and the, the whole thing they were trying to do was build Russell Wilson, weren't they?
1: I don't know about that. Yes,
2: the players are right on that. Carm. It's the butterfly
1: effect. They thing.
2: they were right on that. Richard Sherman was right on that. All well, those defensive backs, the Legion of Boom. I know they felt them that guys, way. They felt it because well, I they, think they knew they saw it. it in practice they knew it.
3: Anything. Yeah,
1: but I don't know that a coach with the championship on the line says, "Let's build up the player." I mean, I think that well, was going play. on in practice. There's more than one way.
2: There's more than one way to score Uh, a touchdown, right? It'd be an awfully short-sighted thing. But isn't there... Did he think that the the ball was going to be intercepted?
1: Of course not.
2: No. Okay, well, that's why. i got to make a decision. Do I hand the ball off to my running back, or do I build my quarterback's confidence and build his legacy? It just seems like an odd thing that a coach would be thinking about in the moment. Let's build my quarterback's legacy. Coaches think about a lot of odd things. I don't get that. Those
1: organizational goals... That's strange to me. that one, I've always been like. I mean, I, listen, I you've read enough now, and it seems like enough has come out that there was something going on in that organization about trying to protect Russ because the play for for, for whatever reason they felt like they were being the defense was too hard on him. He wasn't capable right. mentally. Of handling it, but it feels like that's something that was going on during the week. I can't imagine Mitch Trubisky, with Super Bowl on the line that a coach says, hey, let's prop up Russell now and make sure we throw a pass into the end zone. Did,
2: did Mitch Trubisky at one time
1: throw six touchdown passes against he did. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? He did. His first year as a starter. Why? First full year as a starter. Why? Because Tampa had the worst pass defense in the NFL
2: like in 10 years. No, so why not run the ball in when you're up? Forty-two. You got forty-two points. Why not
1: run the ball or thirty-five points? Right, can we continue this? Yeah, I Chris I'd love is going to go nuts. He wants us to break. Bye. I, 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 I will push back on that. That they were trying to prop a Mitch. I'll I push back. I, on I that. can't wait. All right, we can continue to debate that. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll be right back. Working from home. We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker
2: to play ESPN One Thousand.
1: All right, so we were talking about, I don't know how we even got into this, I guess because we were talking Super Bowl and coaching and what Belichick said about so we players. We talked to
2: Russell Wilson. We talked about Russell Wilson and them trying to build his legacy right. by having him throw the ball, and that's what the Seattle players had said.
1: And well, that's what they felt. I mean, that's what the
2: defensive guys said. That's what they felt, and that's what they said. So how is that
1: differing from what i was well, saying? No, I'm just saying that doesn't make it so... Because Richard Sherman says it doesn't mean that Pete Carroll on the sideline goes, Nope, we're not running it. We're throwing it to build up Russell Wilson. No. All I'm telling you is that when one player says it, the second
2: player says it, the third player says it, at some point it becomes, hey, this was the predominant feeling that was happening with this team over the course of that game. Then after, why didn't we run the ball? Why? Then you go through and you try to figure out exactly why you didn't run the ball in that situation. Why did you let Russell Wilson throw it? I don't know. I, I,
1: and I mean I mean successful was, they're, if they're successful there they weren't. I, I understand yeah. that, but not, that, not that, it that doesn't mean they
2: failed. They didn't almost score. There are no almost.
1: No, no, I know no, that. No, they but, turned the ball over and they lost the Super Bowl. That's what happened there. But do you understand what I'm saying? Like I know they didn't. The 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 opposite is still true. Had it worked, people would be talking about what a genius Pete Carroll is. That's all I'm saying. Again, but you're not dealing in reality. I'm dealing with reality. You're dealing with supposition. Fine. That's fine. Well, you're dealing with supposition, too. Again, because the defensive player said it doesn't mean Pete Carroll called up to the press box and said, we're going to throw it because we want to build up Russell Wilson. That doesn't mean that happened. Sometimes things
2: don't need to be said. The actions (laughs) count just as much. The actions and what
1: they do count just as much, if not more. What if Pete Carroll called up and said, they're expecting run, let's yeah. stun them and throw it. They won't think it's coming. Mm-hmm. That's not possible? No, that's possible. All right. At least you can acknowledge How that. How'd it work? It didn't work. I'm not, oh, it was but miserable. I'm not talking about the outcome. I'm talking about it like was Pete miserable. Carroll at the one-yard line to win back-to-back Super Bowl said, hey, I got an now idea. Let's get pop up Russell Wilson. Let's get back to the point with Mitch now. All right, and then Mitch, you said, well, why did they throw six touchdown passes? Right. Maybe... For once, Matt Nagy did a good coaching job looking at a Tampa defense that was historically awful. Mm-hmm. It's past defense, and said, we're going to throw it all game. And that's what they did. Or we're just going to throw it in the red zone all game. Well, they threw it like all game, didn't they? I don't remember exactly how that game went, in fairness. I thought they hit a couple of deep throws.
2: It was 38-3. They hit a 39-yarder early. They hit a 20-yarder. You know what the last two touchdowns were? I don't remember. Well, they I'll weren't be honest, massive I don't big touchdowns. No, now, I will give you this. It was still 10 minutes left in the third quarter when they scored their uh sixth touchdown. When they scored their sixth touchdown there were still 10 long, minutes yeah, like, left
1: not like 2 minutes but left.
2: But they were right, up so. 38-3 Carm. Right. At halftime. That game was over, right? All right.
3: So Do when I they that game's over. They had yeah, a 3-yard yeah, they
2: threw another six touchdown pass. Okay, a 3-yarder to right. Taylor Gabriel. Okay. The last two touchdowns were two three-yarders. <laughs> yeah. Remember the name? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, he was catching <laughs> touchdown passes left and right. Remember 18? How much fun it was? Do you remember? It was the fourth game of the year. It, well, yeah, that so was early. I remember there's that. There's my argument for you, too. It was the fourth game oh, of the right. year. Okay. They got a quarterback. That, and this was 2018. This is the year they took off. This was going to make them three and one. Yes. Then they lost the next two. Mm-hmm. and then they ended up going on that tremendous run where they won like nine games in a row
1: or eight out of nine. The Miami game was one yeah, of them they like, lost, remember? Yeah, right,
2: 31-28 in uh, extra time, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, That one nice. went to overtime. The Kenyon Drake fumble that's right on the goal line, right? But the point is that they were hit. they had a quarterback that struggled the year before. They got a quarterback that's now the starter, and there's a chance to go to 3-1. and one. We've got a chance to build the quarterback's confidence, so let's do it. Let's get him something. He's the Bears' record holder for most touchdown passes in a game.
1: Do you know that? By himself? Nobody ever else? I don't think anybody else did. But he's got to be the record holder. (laughs) He probably is. I I would assume you're right.
2: That's who holds your record. OK, it's not Johnny Lou Jack. It's not anybody <laughs> it's else. Not
1: Luckman. Right. Not
2: Cuddy. So and it was uh, in the second year they were trying to build his confidence. They were trying to get things done All for right. him. That's why they let him feel good about himself. Oh, OK, but that was week four. They're trying to. Be- I, my point to you, to tell you that's what they were trying to do. You denied it. You, you, you tried to tell me, no, this is not what they were doing. Well, this I, is said what I, I said I doing. could push
1: back and say they, they recognized yeah. the weakness of Tampa and said, Hey, let's just throw the ball all game at thirty-one to ten. Uh, I well, mean, at thirty-one right, to three, fine. did they
2: recognize the weakness? I, I can't. At thirty-eight to three, did they recognize the weakness? Right. When it was finally forty-two to three, did they recognize
1: we're playing a weak defense? All right, that's fine. So maybe they were propping up Mitch in week four. That makes sense. On the one-yard line to win your second consecutive Super Bowl, I I just I can't imagine a coach, and okay. I've never coached obviously in the NFL, would stop everything and say, "I know, let's really pump up Russ, hey. throw it." I have it's not coached. Crazy.
2: I have not coached in the NFL either, okay? So I can't speak from coaching experience, but but I'd be willing to take the word of the individuals that were involved in the game to let you know what the prevailing sentiment well, uh, uh, of the squad was in relationships with uh, the coaching staff and with what you call and if Russ needed a little bit more massaging. And he needed somebody to hold his hand over the course of a lifetime. Uh, and, and the head coaches recognized that. They realized that this is something that might need to happen. I don't hold it against Pete Carroll. No, I don't hold I it would. against John Schneider. I don't hold it against the rest of the world to feel that they had somebody mm-hmm. that was a little bit fragile And they were trying to get him over See, the hump to where he'd, be, where he'd be able to ride the car. I would hold it against him. The them. kid's learning how to ride the bike. Okay. And if one day you're the parent, you're going to let go of that bike, and he's going to crash and burn, but he's going to learn from it. All right? That's what they're doing Them, They're holding the bike so he didn't fall out. Training wheels were off. He already won a Super Bowl. And what happened? He's a grown man. They lost. Yeah, they There's lost. There's still doubts. Won a Super Bowl, but there were doubts. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, there were doubts. I, I just, boy, I, I'd regret it for the rest of my life if I were the coach, and that were my driving, and motivating factor. You know
2: what? Maybe if we get Pete Carroll we'll ask him.
1: I, I, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. <laughs> like, well, ask Pete Carroll. <laughs> you know? I would think, like, I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to throw it anyway yeah. just because we're going to catch him off guard. And it didn't yeah. happen. Malcolm Butler saw it. He sniffed it out. Yeah, Malcolm Butler was coached well by Bill Belichick. He saw I, it coming. I can,
2: I can offer you this, though. Those players on the Legion of Boom that held that against Pete R- Carroll and uh, held that against Russ. Russell Wilson, not everybody can come into the league and just be a stud. And be a guy that can defend himself and a guy that can just you know sit there and, 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 and make it happen. okay? Not everybody can. at some point as a teammate, there needs to be a little empathy in there. Mm. So I, my criticism of Richard Sherman and anybody else in the Legion of Boom that was overtly critical of Russell Wilson because he was being treated with kid gloves. Listen, you guys have come in, you've established me, and you got your niche, right? Hey, at some point, you've got to become accepting, even if somebody is being treated differently. Because Jimmy Johnson always said, "The one thing I can guarantee you is I will treat everybody in this room differently, mm-hmm. because everybody needs different things." So, yeah. I offer criticism for the players too. I'm not just in defense of the Legion of Boom. Why I didn't think we'd be arguing. I uh, like arguing what with was that, you.
1: 2014. Yeah. God, you believe how long? Time flies. That Time was 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny, yeah, Time That was does January. Fly. That was February of 15. That was after the 2014 When were the Frisco season? Super Bowls? What? Earlier than that? Which one? You mean when they played? Frisco. Baltimore? Well, Colin Kaepernick.
2: Yeah. That was Baltimore. before that. that Didn't was... they go to
1: two straight? Am I no, mistaken? No, only one. Won? That was like uh, 2012, 11, 11 something maybe? Something like that. 2012? You might be right. It might yeah. have been after 13. the 2012 season. Yeah. Time goes by too fast.
0: Coming up next, who lost the game? Did the Atlanta Falcons blow a 28-3 to lead, or did the Patriots <laughs> over? Poor Shannon And ended up winning that game. I'm ready.
3: How
1: does shannon I'm ready. Let's break it down, Kyle Shanahan?
3: Shanahan. I watched that one. Yurko, to answer your
1: question, it was 2012. 2012. It was after Thank the 2012 you. season, right? Yeah. Thank you. And that was Harbaugh
0: versus Harbaugh. Yes. I'll break
2: it down with you guys. NFL history the for thousands. The Alex, actual first
0: two brothers and, in the Super Bowl, not the this fake one that we're promoting this week.
1: Well, what? This is the first time player brothers have played. Uh, no, uh, uh, this
0: is. The, it's not the first time brothers are in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's the first time the their brothers are playing in a Super Bowl. But yes, the original. I mean, the true brother versus brother. You're right. Was that was the Ravens in. Uh, niners. I mean, and, Kelsey and Kelsey aren't on the field and ever technic-
0: the I was going to say, technically, they're yeah. not on the field at no, the same it'd time. It'd be awesome if one was a defender. Yeah. They, that'd be something. Yes. Like, if this was, if this was the Long Brothers yeah. going up against each other, then oh, yeah. Oh, man, would that Absolutely. have been something? Absolutely. Would that have
3: been something? But the Harbaugh's- It's players that win championships, not coaches. The
0: Harbaugh's actually went against each other. They were coaching against each other. Just like Little Giants. Yes. In
1: the annexation of Puerto Rico. 312 We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting. Zoom, 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 zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. All right, so we're going to continue talking about the Super Bowl, Super Bowl week. Carmen and Yurko, plus uh, NBA stuff. Trade deadline is just a couple of days away. The Bulls going to do anything. Andre Drummond showcasing his skills. He's like, please, somebody... Please call AK. I, I I can play. Take a look. I can play. They tried to bury me in the corner earlier in the He's year, but I can guy. play. He's playing like 13 minutes a game. He's like, yeah. please, anyone? anyone. Look at what I can do for you. I can be a wonderful addition. I me and that. my one-leg sleeve. It was awesome. We will
2: come to town and make things happen. God he looks like it. Flojo.
1: <laughs> wasn't it Florence Griffith Joyner that had the one sleeve on her leg? I, well, Iverson used to wear one sleeve, too, I oh, think, did for a while. He? Yeah, but Flojo I mean, I've did. Seen, yeah, I've seen him on the arms, but wasn't it Flojo? I think I think FloJo may have worn one on one leg, and I think AI did for a little while. And you're right; they used to a lot of them wear them on one arm. Right? Iverson used to always have one on one arm. The non-shooting arm—you got to keep uh, that one warmer, warm because the rifle's going. I mean, uh, uh, Andre Drummond—it was awesome. I I actually watched that whole thing. At at times, the Bulls can be painful. Yeah. I mean, by the middle of the third quarter, I was like, oof. This is a rough watch. You're like, woo. you know, San Antonio stinks. Kelvin Johnson's good. You gotta like Kelvin Johnson. But Pop, they, Pop came back home, huh? Pop was back. Pop's back. Northwest Indiana guy. I'll have you know. Pop keeps losing his hair. Now he's just yeah. doing like this weird spike thing with like. There's a bunch of gaps in, but there's he looks like a left. chia pet.
2: Yeah. I mean, listen, really it happens, nothing left happens to all of us. Pop, sixty something, right? Uh, oh, it's got to be sixty eight. Pop's got
1: to be up there. Pop's up there. God bless him. He knows how to do a tank though. Yeah. He's got some good young players. Oh, 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 and he's man, gonna get yeah. like one he's gonna get Wembenyama or Scoot. Watch. And he's yeah. like, okay, here we go. We did it once do before. You think Pop Popovich goes to him and says, Listen, today we're gonna go offhand night. Today we only get <laughs> but, to shoot with the offhand. But you know they play hard. They yeah. still actually play hard for, for him. him. You know, they just stink. Other than Kelton Johnson and uh, you know, I don't they don't there's they got the rookie, the kid. They were talking about him a lot last night in the broadcast. Stacey and Adam Amin were talking about him. The kid from Ohio State who was the freshman of the year last year. So watch. They'll do it again. You know, he was like, yeah, we got some good young talent. Now we'll tank for one of these two guys and we'll be back. Anyway, I digress. I mean, watching the Bulls can you be a do digress rough. tonight. I Tonight will be a little bit more fun. John Morant and the Bulls. Right. Uh, John Morant and the Grizzlies take on the Bulls tonight. But really, the late game tonight, if people stay up for it, and I don't know if they will. It doesn't start until 9 o'clock our time. I think uh, there's a good chance, especially if he gets off to a good start, LeBron breaks Kareem's all-time scoring record tonight. If he doesn't do it tonight, he'll do it Thursday. They've got TNT games tonight and Thursday night. It's not going to take till Saturday. ESPN would be uh, hopeful for that, but that's not going to happen. They're the ABC game at Golden State. The Lakers at Golden State on Saturday. He's 36 points away from breaking the all-time scoring record. So my guess is if he has a strong first quarter, LeBron puts it in gear and says, let's just let's do, it do, it do it tonight. I'm going to stay up for it tonight, tonight because of that. Where's it at? It's, in, it's LA. in L.A. It's in L.A. It's a late game. It starts is at 9 the next o'clock. Game, is the next game in L.A. too? The next game is in L.A. Uh, I believe so, yes. I think All they right, host. Well then, he's got a couple days to do it at home. Then. Yes. Yeah. So if he doesn't get 36 tonight, it'll definitely happen next time. Are we making a big enough deal of a record that has stood for about 40 years you know about to fall or at least kareem broke the record about 40 years ago here so I got in the early 80s 1984 i believe it was here i got the sound of you, you want to hear it well, this I'm is kareem sure. passing will chamberlain Magic, that's it. Get
3: it it says the Kareem, get come it. on
1: down here, big fella put in a chair the crowd stands for kareem to get the ball everybody's waving their arms it's into kareem kareem swing left right hand 12 footer goes pictures tell the word they love their captain they love their leader and suffice to say ladies and gentlemen the new king of story has ascended his
0: throne his mama his father what an emotional moment and the kind of a shot that i dreamed about
2: for three weeks that he would make the hook shot
1: this man has accomplished something that I don't believe. And I mean this sincerely. I don't think this will ever happen again. Well, it's going to happen again. It's going to happen tonight or it's going to happen Thursday. And I think it was on a hook shot, too. Very fitting. Very uh, apropos.
3: That and, Kareem, and Kareem will be there probably, right? I would, you would assume. would guess Kareem would I mean, be there. I mean,
1: well, Chris, what I do you think? I don't you...
3: think, well, he might because of his Laker it's right. connection. I don't think he and LeBron have a relationship. I think LeBron is a... Uh, I think he, uh, how can I put this? I don't think it's friendly. Mm. Well, I think LeBron has been on the record before of being asked about Kareem and his legendary status with the Lakers, and LeBron's given uh, crappy answers before. Like, I don't think that there's a relationship there. I got you, but not
2: that there needs to be one.
3: You're know, the should guy be that there. holds
1: the record. Yeah, Kareem should
2: be The there. NBA should say, Kareem, even if you don't want to come, we'll
1: give you an X amount of dollars. Come on out. Sit. Sit be gracious blah blah I blah if whatever. Wilt was there like when Kareem did it. Or you know, back then, got to remember still in 84, the NBA it was didn't nearly didn't have the great. Yeah, it was a rumor. It was still a rumor. Good call, Yurk. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Believe, people have a hard time understanding that that's the truth. Yeah. It really wasn't until the late 80s when Magic and Larry had done what they had done for so much of the 80s and Michael came along that people were like, "Okay, this is something. And these athletes are something." Like, a rumor is a good way to put it. Kareem would go on to score another 7,000 points, by the way. You know, know, he'd play another five seasons. LeBron's going to keep adding on. He's going to score 40,000 points. I don't know that enough is being made of this. We were inundated with Aaron Judge over the summer and into the fall breaking a Yankee record. Not an all-time record. Again, it was New York, though. But because it's New York, they're going to overblow everything on the East Coast. Chris had an interesting take on this, too. Black had an interesting take like, well, baseball doesn't have any other story except stories like that. Basketball's got the trade deadline this week, and basketball's got all these other great players in this the amazing MVP this race. Oh, and the Super Bowl this week. That's another great point. Like, oh, it's Super Bowl week. It's Mahomes and Hurts and the Chiefs and the Eagles. I don't know that enough is being made of an all, you know a, a record again or a, at least one person being the sole record holder for 40 years Kareem has held that record. And LeBron's going to break it and it takes it takes an incredible career you yes, have to be durable mm-hmm. you have to be great um
2: yeah most of the time you see people's scoring averages drop the older they get not this guy. His guys. He it's not dropping.
1: He's averaging thirty a game for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. I didn't. You know, the, it helps the way the game is played now a little bit different, even than when LeBron came in. But I just think it's quite remarkable. I don't want to make this a Michael LeBron thing. I know Black and Abdallah were inundated with calls about it last night yeah. again. Like this, this doesn't have to be a Michael LeBron thing. Just because you're the all-time scoring leader doesn't mean, you know, you are the greatest player. That's not what it means. Now m- most of the greatest players of all time. Like, if we comprised our top 15 list, yeah, all all seven guys that have scored 30,000 points are probably on our top 15 or our top 20 list, right? The seven guys that have 30,000 points in NBA history are Kareem, LeBron, Malone, that's um, Carl, not Moses, Kobe, MJ, Dirk, and Wilt. We're probably not making a top 20 list without those guys, right? Right. Almost impossible. I think so. Uh, So... Yeah, they're they're in the conversation for all the greatest players just because you have that when Malone was getting close nobody had ever at, at any point ever said well Carl Malone's the greatest player of all time no Carl Malone was never the greatest player of all time
2: no not even not remotely the close. Top, one in no, the top no. 10
1: yeah so I don't you Isaiah know.
2: Thomas was never no. the greatest player of all time but I
1: Isaiah Thomas was one hell of a player of course he was yes. of course can't deny it some people try to deny so I, don't it. I don't tell make no. it a LeBron Kobe uh, LeBron Michael thing I just uh, I I feel like it's not getting as much attention as maybe it deserves because it is a pretty monumental feat and then we started thinking about the guys that someday might pass LeBron and believe it or not there's a guy playing right now that at his current pace is going to make things interesting if he if plays he can long play 20 years and stays healthy yeah and I think we all know who that player is it's Luca if Luca plays a twenty or twenty-two year career, depending on where LeBron finishes, who knows? Like he's, a, he's gonna, there's H two O. He's gonna have our old buddy Brian Watercock. Oh yeah, the, he's gonna have cat. forty thousand career points. If Luca wants it, someday he might get close to breaking it. If you sure. look at Luca's current pace, by the time he's in year twenty, he, he's gonna be at about 38,000 career points. And Luca's only 23. You'd think he'd only get a gig better, too. So, you know, there is a guy playing now that might someday challenge that record. Yeah. I, and I don't know how many points he has now, Carm. Luca, by the end of this so, year, York is going to be over 9,000 points. Already. So, he's as of today,
3: to uh, Kareem's record, Luca's about like 22% of the way there okay. through five seasons. Through five seasons. So,
1: he's already, he's going to be knocking on the door at 10,000 points in his first five seasons. That's pretty remarkable. It's an incredible pace, you know. It just is. Uh, Luca's amazing, and he's only going to – you know, he's 20 freaking three years old. Like, he's going to score 33 30, – in this NBA, he's going to score 30, 33, 34 a game if you ask me for the foreseeable future. Well, year. if he does it for seven years,
2: you're looking at about 24 to 2,500 points. Yeah. Uh, if you do it eight years, it's 20,000. Yeah. It's, he's, so, I mean, that, that's,
3: he's that's a well, lot. And, lot and, and, a um, lot of years. Say five more years from now, right? He'll be 28, and at that point, he'll be past halfway.
1: Right. Exactly. At 28. At 28. At 28. And so if he wants it, he can probably stick around and maybe challenge it someday. Again, depending on where LeBron finishes when it's all said and done, because he's going to tack on a few extra thousand points. Let's face it. Are you planning on staying up tonight to watch it? Do you not care? I I I will probably watch it if I remember. Okay, I'll watch it. Good. Just keep an eye on it. I will tonight, but it's late, so I wonder how people are, are viewing this and thinking about it. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We can take some of your calls coming up next. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to
2: play ESPN One Thousand.
1: Hope everyone's having a great day. It's Carmen and Yurk. You can join the chat on Twitch if you like. Twitch.tv. Download the app. Watch us every day in the old National Bank State Street Studios. Cross talk with Waddle and Sylvia too. Talking about LeBron's pursuit of Kareem's all-time scoring record. Uh, that's going to happen tonight or Thursday night, you would think. Only 36 points away from passing the great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Let's go to Tom in Lake Zurich on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tom.
0: Hey man, how you doing? Um, I'm going to sound like a homer. What did Michael play? 17 years. I think Kareem played 20. What's work on it now? 25. If York played 30 years in the NFL, he'd have five Super Bowl rings. The NBA is different now too, right? It wasn't, it was harder to score. They played defense. Again, I'm not drinking Jordan Kool-Aid. I'm just trying to be impartial. So, a kind of (laughs) long-winded moral of the story is, um, I have no interest tonight. Really? uh, Good luck to LeBron. And, why no you know, interest? You know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a big tolerance for any athlete who likes to espouse their political views and beliefs. Doesn't oh, matter what they are. Why not? Play the game. You know, just do what you got to do. Oh, and, and People you should know, have a voice, I want to watch Tom. you and I want to appreciate you. People should right? have a
1: voice, Tom. Everybody in this country deserves a voice if they want one.
0: Hey, if they want to. and right. There, there
1: you I go. All right, Tom. And this is not LeBron's 25th year. It's his 20th, I believe. I, I'm pretty sure LeBron was drafted in the 03 draft. This would be season 20 for LeBron James. I'll take your word for it. Now. Yeah. It's still a long career, but it speaks to yeah. longevity. You got to play. Yes, you do. You got to stay healthy. Got to play a long time. Guys averaging 30 a game at 38 years old. That's pretty incredible. Dave's in Skokie. What's up, Dave?
3: Yo, what's going on, fellas? How we doing? Good, man. Good. How, How are you?
1: you doing? Hey, now, now. Jerry Rice is considered
2: the greatest wide receiver of all time, right? Yes. Record. you know no one in in the IC is going to be able to touch that, right? And that's not an argument from anybody. People are normally going to put Jerry Rice at number 1 because of said record. Now, I'm not a LeBron fan, okay? I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. Number 1, I always thought he was closest to Jordan, but Me too. If LeBron has this record, right? And he's still not talked about as the greatest of all time. I mean, what does that say? You know, I mean, is there just too many great basketball players and not enough great wide receivers? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's interesting. Well, in the, second, the second wide receivers in that regard would be Moss. Randy Moss, yeah, Moss and then Terrell Owens. I agree
1: with you. Those really? are my top three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, clearly, number one is Jerry Rice. That's an interesting question, Dave. Like, why, you know, what does it say? Um, I think it says... That Michael Jordan's phenomenal. I, I think it says people still, for some reason, want to, like, they feel like they have to defend Michael's honor, which I, I don't know that it needs to be defended, and I don't know that Michael, well, I'm sure he cares. He cares about all things that are Michael. But I don't know. I, that's a very good question, Dave. I I don't know what it means. Other than I think people are very protective, especially here, of Michael being the greatest. Conversations could be different in other parts, of the country. So, uh, I, that's, you know, what does it mean? Maybe it does mean that there are just a lot of great basketball players that there have been historically, and there's a bunch of great ones now. I, I've never really thought about it that way. Marcus is in Minneapolis. What's up, Marcus?
3: What's up guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Man. Um, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan at all. Some people might consider me a LeBron hater. Um, I agree with half of what Tom said a couple calls ago. The, today's NBA's it's much easier to score, so I mean you have to take that into account. But you guys said Luka Doncic will, could break the record. I, I strongly disagree. That's a little disrespect to LeBron's. Um, Why is it disrespect work. to LeBron? Not 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 in a mean way, but. What I'm saying is the work that LeBron put in physically to take care
0: of his body, I don't oh, see that. Well, that's, he, well, he's got to
1: play. He's got to commit to it. That's what I said, Marcus. If he makes the commitment to play that long, if he keeps himself where he can play in the NBA effectively for 20 or 25 years, he's going to have a chance. That's just a fact.
3: I mean, that's a, that's a good point. But, I mean, you can see it now in his career. One, You usually start off with that work ethic. Or, I can't even say the word, but you usually start <laughs> off with their early on. Lucas I don't he doesn't look like a guy that takes care of his body. He reminds me of James Hart. He's, he's you know, he, I think existed, he's but
1: he's not a, I think this last off season, Marcus, was the first time he finally realized he's gotta take more gotta of an interest his in his physical yeah and in his body. Marcus, thanks buddy. I, I think it was truly this last off season was the first one. And look at the season he's having now. So somebody got to him and was like, dude, can't be on the Adriatic coast. You know,
2: well, week. for him, it was got, it was, it was got, uh, months. Yeah. Well, he also three played in the Euros. The so he went play from
3: playing in the Euros straight, straight into the NBA season. So right. he True. was, he was in shape. He was so in
1: he's got to commit to it. There's no doubt LeBron has committed. Michael committed. Michael was a gym rat. Michael's workouts were famous, were legendary. So were LeBron's. Those guys that are that great. Have an extra gear, man. They just do. They're all talented. And some of them just have that extra gear. And Michael was relentless in the way he worked and kept his body in shape. Just think if people were as health conscious in the nine in the 80s and 90s as we are today, how much better Michael would have been. Because while Michael worked his ass off, Michael also ate and drank and smoked like an animal. And a lot of these athletes today don't do that, York. They just don't. And think about like if he were in, you always say this, like if he were dropped into today with the training regimens and what we know about science and eating and sleeping, you, you know. I mean think it, my well, like, listen, Michael loved the golf course. Well yes he did. And Michael loved to eat and drink and smoke on the golf course. And then he'd love to hear somebody <laughs> say he couldn't do something right. playing
3: basketball that night, you know, while he was enjoying himself on the golf course. I think the one thing that you could take from that is I don't think that you like he was obviously unstoppable in his time, but if he had the current uh sports medicine and attitude that players today have. I think the one thing that you could almost guarantee is that his prime would be longer than 13 years. I agree, Chris. Right like yes. he, like I don't think uh I mean perhaps he could have been even more unstoppable, but I think the the difference between LeBron and MJ based on the era is that Michael would have taken care of his body a little bit better, which then would have prolonged I- the end. And I, totally and I don't think the height of how great he was would necessarily change because he's the best to ever play the game.
1: I agree with that. The longevity would have been there. I totally agree with that because, but he busted his ass in the weight room. And so is LeBron over the course of his career. And so does Giannis from what you hear and a lot of the great players. And so Luca is going to have to do that. Ryan's in Mount prospect on ESPN 1000. Hey Ryan. Hey guys. Great show. Um, I despise the Lakers and everything they've done and will ever do, but I 100% <laughs> want to see this tonight. It's history. I mean, Kareem did it 40 years ago, and we're going to see it again, I mean, for the second time in 40 years. I think that's absolutely unbelievable. I'm very excited. I will watch every minute. There h- you go. I'm, break I'm with you, Ryan. I mean, you and you don't have to be a LeBron fan. You don't have to be a Laker fan. I think if you're a sports fan, like when you see these – these monumental records fall or these you see these monumental achievements happen, I guess. Listen, it looks like Ovi's gonna break Gretzky's all time goals record, York. I never would have thought that yeah. five years ago. That's right. a bit, you know, and it looks like he's gonna stay in the game long enough to do it. He's like what he's, I think he's about 70 goals away. He's got, gray hair, away, yeah, he's got away. gray hair. He
2: does. It's going to take him a year and a half, I think. Not not just the half of this year,
1: but the whole next season and then, and then the another after. half. And he's yeah. going to be pushing 40, but I think he's going to yeah. do it. And those are the, that's why we should love sports. And I'll watch every second of that chase. And when it happens, and I think he's going to do it now, I'm going to be watching that night. I can promise you that. And I know it's not as big of a deal. It's hockey, but five, ten years ago, the way goals were being scored, Novi was great, but I don't think I ever would have envisioned someone would threaten that record and potentially score 900 goals. And I think Ovi's going to do it. 3123323776. That's the number. We got a lot of calls on this. You got to stay up late to watch tonight. We'll take more of your calls coming up. We're back in two minutes.